Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up, Jimmy? Johnny! What's up, Kevin and Rube and Rhea? We are the morning show. <laughs> That's right, we are. Without, without someone. Oh, there he is. Taking part. Oh, but here he is. He's arrived. Hi, Joe. I don't go anywhere, man. I'm just giving you guys a chance right there. <laughs> uh, so kind. Yeah. What the heck? So, wait, wait, so, so Magnanimous. Gotta, well, I, I try. I try to be try to be like that. Good morning, everyone. No, I was just down the hall. Just, yeah, what were you doing? Uh, well, I was trying to uh, get food ready for the next commercial oh, break. Oh, wait a oh. second. <laughs> <laughs> the food was problematic again. The paying for the food. No, no, it wasn't was it pl- problematic. No, no, I was just, I was, well, first I went to bed. Did you get held up? No, I just I, I was coming the around food. the other way. I took the long way because it's the c- closest way to the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, I could tell you guys are back. Oh, I better better scary back in there. So I scary back in. You know what? Uh, let me just say this to Wector, who's in a different room listening right now. Wector, I, I need you to go in the refrigerator, oh my take God. my ah. breakfast out, yeah. put it on a plate, oh my put God. it in a microwave, and prepare it That's for the next easy. commercial oh, break. How long is that? Too, too long a break? Job. You can't do that in a break. Uh, it take you uh, five minutes also to, to, go to the put bathroom. it on a plate and Wector microwave. Also, I had to go to the bathroom. I said, Meyer and Ruben. Look how handsome Ruben Amaro is. He's handsome every time you see him. That's very nice. Thank you. That's very nice. You're you are an above average looking guy, Ruben. What? I, how are you an expert? Okay. I mean, yeah, the, okay. the assessor of Ruben, looks. Ruben, good yeah. morning. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Good, good. So, all right, we got a lot to hit here today. Again, we want to hear from everyone on the phone lines. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, so, Ruben, let, let's start with this. And, again, we're going to play some audio of, of Howie and Nick shortly. How tough a spot is it for an executive, particularly after a tough end, to publicly message to the audience, to the to the to the uh, the millions of you know, in your case, Phillies fans, and Howie and Nick's case, yes, to the Eagles fans, the like, we got this, we're adults, we've got this under control, but to not give the secrets of how you're going to do it, how how tough a needle is that to thread? It is difficult, and you know that's that was part of the art of being you know in that position is um, delivering the message. Um, and still being authentic while also, you know, holding the cards because, honestly, I don't think people want to give up the secret sauce or yeah. what, what it is that needs to be done. And, you know, that's a more personal, organizational thing. And so it's hard. Like, you want to be authentic and you want to be available and you want to tell people the, the story. But there are certain things that you have to be careful with because, you know, the end game is to be better. And to um, and to have, you know, to to be a championship caliber club. But you don't necessarily want to tell everybody how you're going to go about it. I mean, there's some things I mean, I, I always felt like it was important for me to, to give information and to be authentic. But at the same time, I can't give it all because I think that's becomes more detrimental yeah. to the organization. Well, and I'll sure. say this. I think Howie's job yesterday to go GM to GM, meaning you to yeah. him. I think his job is even even much, and I'll use the word much, much more complicated than yours 
on the public of what yours was on the public presentation of those moments because he's in a sport with non-guaranteed contracts. Like, there's only so many moves you as a baseball GM could make. I mean, guys under contract are under contract. They're probably coming back. Maybe you can trade a couple of them. But, like, in, in football, you can turn over an enormous part of your roster. And yeah. you do every single year. And so I just feel it's more complicated. And, you know, I mean, like, take the Hassan Reddick situation. I mean, that, that, real there's, difficult. There's, that, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. When, when a player can basically sort of leave the, ball, the club – and still be under contract, that's a hard thing to deal with. I mean, I know now in baseball they have these opt-outs, but they're real opt-outs. Like, they either go or they stay. And so in these situations, I mean, it's really complicated. All the machinations that are associated with uh, the rules, and I don't know all the basic agreement, all the all the rules that are associated with football, but and the ones in baseball are changing all the time, but the there is so much more with the salary cap yep. and, and so many things to deal with. Um, that you have to have a brilliant mind. I, th- I happen to think that Howie is brilliant at handling all that stuff, um, but he's got a tough task because the bottom line is it's not about all that stuff. It's about whether or not the team wins or loses. And that's, and, and that's the bottom line. I always believe that. He should tell Jason Stark that all the time. I said, Jason, it doesn't matter what we do. What, what is the most important thing is to put W's on the board. Right. If you put W's on the board right. and you give yourself a chance to win and you're a contending team every year, then you've reached some some part yeah. of the goal. But so you also you know. I'm oh, sorry, John. Go ahead. You go. Go ahead. I was going to say, but you also know, Ruben. While in the end, what matters is the end. How much you win when you can't play a game for six months. Oh yeah. Public perception sets in motion what people think of you and your organization, and you don't want to come off looking like a boob. No. <laughs> and um, and you know, the, with with the way that the season ended, it was so disastrous compared to where where the expectation of this team uh, was and where they ended up. I mean, I think everybody on the planet knew that they were going to lose that 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 playoff game. I can't believe they were so favored. How, I thought it was well, a joke. I, yeah. I honestly in my heart of hearts just because of the nature of the way that they were losing their game. 100%, their defense yeah, had totally. no chance to stop anyone and yep. if anybody had any sense at all on the offensive side, yeah. they knew how to pick this team apart. It was a disaster. It and, felt like that, we didn't have a chance that like we didn't have the appropriate chance that I was looking for. Yesterday was the first we've heard from Howie, you know, since that we we, do, we could have gotten answers yesterday. In, in your estimation as the GM, how good a job did he do? And by comparison, how good a job did Nick Sirianni do presenting his ideas? So difficult for the GM to do anything like sort of midseason after the trade deadline. It, it, it's hard to like all of a sudden – Okay, address A, B, and C, whether it's a culture thing, whether it's a leadership thing, so difficult to, to address in season because then it becomes sort of inauthentic. Like, what are we doing here? I think I do believe this, and I think uh, Sirianni said something about, you know, now they're starting to really get into and dive into what happened at the end of the season. BS. I think that I know that Howie was working on that. Wasn't that problematic all to you? Like, to me, when that was said, it was ding, ding, ding. Are you kidding me? Now, I, Why are we still waiting around for this? Like, th- this now, is absurd. I, I will tell you that I guarantee you, knowing Howie and how he works and how his mind works, that he had been working on this stuff long before the end of this season. Because. He's an astute guy. He understands this stuff. And uh, I don't think there's any question. Now, maybe on Sirianna's side 
as far as like you know the nuts and bolts and the X's and O's, maybe that was something that he was de- he's dealing with now. But I guarantee you that Howie was dealing with this stuff long before the end of this season. All right, let's get a lot of calls in here again. Ruben with us this morning. Perspective, obviously, as a GM, it was through it you know, on, on the good and the bad with the Phillies there for a good stretch. Eagles are dealing with it right now. Your phone calls and, you know, what you, what you thought of yesterday. And, 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 again, my biggest takeaway was conflict. On, on one hand, I, I found answers to be somewhat vacant and, and not full of detail, although I understand there's only so much they can say. On the other hand, it was a reminder to me that, you know, this group has won before. They've won in a lot of big ways and I do still have a lot of belief in them, even though they lost their way clearly during the 2023 season. Let's go to the phones. Brandon's with us right now. Good morning, Brandon. What's going on, morning crew? Yo, Brandon. How's it going? Uh, it's going. So, listen, so Rube just took uh, basically what I was going to say. You know, I, I listened to what Nick said, but this is what I heard. Either he's completely clueless or he's a terrible liar. Uh, because there, there's no way we are at this point in the offseason and you're trying to... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To convince me that you're still trying to figure out where the collapse happened. It was, uh, it, was a, so, it was a bad statement. It, 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 it was a really bad statement. It, it's possible they still have a few details to work through, but if they don't know 98% of it, then they're dumb. 44 days, Joe, yeah. since they lost to Tampa in the yeah. playoffs, and you're still figuring it out? 44 yeah. days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I thought it was probably more than anything, Brandon, not true, but more of a – I don't think he was lying. I think it was just a dumb comment, if that makes sense. I think it was just a stupid thing to say. I, and, and I would agree, right? And and also, I think, you know – Seems like most at, of what he said yesterday was on that – No, I don't, agree, I don't agree it, with that. It felt very unsatisfying. It felt like I didn't get the answers I wanted. I, I – you – couldn't possibly feel great after yesterday. But what I, answer did I, you I expect? I couldn't believe it was over. But what did you believe... expect to get, John? Well, I, I just wanted some satisfaction, some knowledge that it could get better, that there was a plan moving forward. I, like it, Again, it just I, felt like it was talk around everything I, instead of talk well, it about was. I think the there's problem. another thing to it, and I can understand where John's coming from because I felt it too. It feels like in both press conferences, despite the way they looked in the last one, yep. That the Eagles, and I know they do. They're the Eagles. They're they did it happened to them, but that they don't feel the collapse the same way we do. That they're kind of just like, oh, it happened. We're going to move forward. I agree with you. Whereas James. we're like, this is a big deal. There are real issues here that need to be addressed and talked about, and and it felt like it's kind of just glossed over and moving forward. I think that's what's frustrating. I agree. Yeah. I don't. I I yeah. I actually disagree with that. I think that they are perceptively, in perception, they're trying to gloss it over. But I do believe that they're intelligent and wise enough to understand oh, I agree. that there was a true collapse and there was a reason, several reasons why. 
I agree with that. I, I think they feel it, but they're not messaging it to us that they feel it. Well, but I will say this, James. They did in the press conference a month ago. They I did. Mean, they were like, they just looked down, yeah. though. But what they said, what they talked about, like, again, even from they, the beginning, yeah. how he comes out and he's like, sorry we're late. We had to meet with player this night. He didn't even acknowledge he was, like, half an hour late on the day. Right. And then they kind of just walked past the whole, like, you know, did we think about fire? And it, it right. just like it just felt like it was a lot of like nothing to see here when there's a lot to see here. Yeah, but I don't think that they're going to sit there and bury the organization because they had had a pretty good first half of the season, and yeah. you know they they were still probably working through some of the things that they had to address. Well, and again, Brandon, this is what Reuben and James were just doing. That's the conflict within me with yesterday. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm, it doesn't. I'm torn on that. His answers don't make sense, though. Like, like if I'm a player and I'm given an answer that just doesn't compute, then I don't like. I don't give that answer respect. I don't give it credence. I don't give the answer giver the respect that Nick needs to get from these players. Like the idea, the idea, the, the trust is broken. Is is my point? Like Nick is no longer. A lot has changed. But I don't think it is. I don't think it is broken. Of Nick, really? No. How could it not be, Joe? Because I'll tell. I'll tell you why. It's a good question. Last be- last because- year, he did not have the answers. We were told they had to go outside Can to I- go find someone right. who could solve the the offense. And you know what they did? They went outside and found some people. Like, I, don't you see how that diminishes the, the person who remained, who was brought in to be the offensive play caller yes, initially? Yes, but, but there's two different issues, and, and, and my man Brandon, thanks for the call. There's two different issues with um, there's two different issues with trust of Sirianni. They're completely separate. There's trust of Sirianni as a leader. There's trust of Sirianni as an offensive mind. I never heard them publicly question Trust of Sirianni as a leader to the point where I actually think they, the players still believe in him and still believed in him as leader. I believe that. I could be wrong. That's what I think. Well, I think that's misguided. Again, again. Well, hold on. I, what I think happened is I think they lost faith in Sirianni as the offensive guru guy uh-huh. based on his non-adaptability as that season was obviously being proven to not work. Mm-hmm. And they did make a major change saying we're bringing in Kellen Moore and in all likelihood, Kellen Moore is running the offense. I, I think they but don't. You see how that kneecaps. I Nick I, I do, but there is also the possibility that the guys will say, you know what's good about this? Nick gets to do what he's good at. He gets to he gets to lead the team. I hope that's the case because I think that there's a serious and 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 this is a tough position to be in, man. As a as a leader of a of an organization, in, in this case, uh, the coach on the field to have that kind of target on your back. Now, they've made major changes now on both sides of the coordinator. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and 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 obviously with the offense, et cetera, and then are sort of clipping his power on the offensive side, it sounds like. It does sound that yeah. way. And so, you know, when that's his area of expertise and they're sort of clipping that, now, now his leadership is the one that's going to be sort of people are going to focus on now. 100%. And so that's, all that's left. That, that's where the target exactly. That's yeah. where the target yeah. How about that for scrutiny? Yeah. yeah. And that's that's where I mean I I almost in a lot of ways feel badly for the guy exactly. because he's he's got a lot of heat on him right now. Exactly. He sure does. I think belief in leadership is why Sirianni and Howie brought him back. Otherwise there's no reason to bring him back. All right, your reaction to all of it, plus a lot of audio of what Howie and Sirianni said yesterday. Joe Conklin dialing up a song for us. Who do these players go to? Who do these players go to with with questions, major questions about major issues? On what topic? 
That's what I'm saying. No, on what topic? I, I think it around football. Football, period. On, on the on the scheme on the scheme, they there. go to Kellen Moore. I'm, on on hey, I'm having a bad day, and they you go know, to Dom. They, they, well, they go I to, mean, they do. They probably do go they to do. Dom. But they also go to Nick. I mean, we can't shortchange the fact, I know. Uh, guys. Jason Kelsey has gone to the wall publicly to support Nick Sirianni. He really has. But he really, really has. When you expect him to. Yeah, but I heard a I lot would. of guys say a lot of positive things about Sirianni, and I think that's why Howie and Nick again chose I to would keep him. Love, I would love to play for a guy who, again, he is certainly the players' defender, protector. Yes, he he's always going to do the players' perspective, their side of things. He's on their side. That's why they love him so much, not because he's a great coach. 